waiting for the you know you always bring us in correctly well your boy's still a little bit out of pocket i decided to take a detour (laughs) but such is life i love that and listen ain't nothing wrong with it ain't nothing wrong with it i'm gonna tell you right now i was uh lost in translation (laughs) Mm. So I, I I came back to LA on my way back from Hawaii. Okay. And I'm still in LA. Mm. I'm sitting on the rooftop in front of a fire pit because I wanted to find a quiet place. Okay, okay. That to, sounds nice though. To take this call. Okay. And I well, think I think that's what I would like to title this one. Oh. A oh, quiet oh. A, a quiet place. A quiet. Okay. I can dig it, sir. I love it. Hmm. And there's meaning behind that. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. Hmm. You can but, hear a lot in the quiet place. Mika, yeah, I'm going to say, listen, don't make me shout. <laughs> don't take off on us. Not, listen, let's warm up first. Mm, it's your boy, C. Will Holler, a.k.a. the Podfather, a.k.a. the Professional Conversationalist, a.k.a. the most travelingest man in podcasting. <laughs> Yes, you are. And it is I, the one, the only. Oh, wait, was was you about to introduce me? You know, I I, I like bringing you in, sis. Well, come on and bring me in now. Let me shut the hell up. You know, but it's cool because I'm a little bit late, so I I understand you on time. (laughs) 
but you're now tuning into Wins the Groove. And I have the undoubted pleasure of riding this groovy ass wave with none other than my pod sister, or as I like to call it, my sister in pod, Miss Mika, the voice behind the truth, the grooviest of the groove. <laughs> you know what? You put you 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 put the high in high vibration. I'm gonna say it like that. Mm. So go ahead and let the people know who you are, sis. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, fuck me up real quick. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me get myself together here. Whoa. Um. Mm. I am Mika Joy. For those of you who may be new to this podcasting space, uh, if you are a returning listener, you already know. Um, I am the voice behind the truth, as Chris just told you. Uh, the grooviest of them all. And, um, you know, Chris, mm, you, you, you got me stuck with that quiet place. You, I, I'm I'm stuck, and I'm I'm trying to navigate. I'm trying to navigate and flow through that. I I really am. You know, I never know what to expect. Me either. Like, me me either. But this is what I'm saying: is the quiet places are necessary. Um, and I was explaining this to one of the Uber drivers. We were talking. Um, as I was on my way back to the airport and you know he was asking me you know how did I enjoy my vacation and things like that and you know they all add where you're from and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and I always explained to him I said well <laughs> by this by this time in life I'm from a lot of places because I lived in a lot of places mm. um, but I always say I'd, I always give credit where credit is due and I always tell them where I'm from you see what I'm saying I'm like I'm, I'm originally from Sanford Florida a little town right outside of Orlando mm-hmm. uh, lived in Atlanta for 17 years now I live in New Jersey um, but I said to him because we were just talking and I said yeah I really enjoyed myself he said well what did you do I said I didn't do much of anything you know I just had some downtime mm. you know, and I was a beach bum um, I did do some nature hikes and stuff, stuff like that. But what I found out because a lot of people were asking me, oh, what are you going to do? What you going to do with you go? You know, people sending me recommendations and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I'm in a quiet place. And this is where I need to be because I was explaining to the dude. I say it's a difference between taking a trip and taking a vacation. Come on. You see, because a lot of people take trips. Mm-hmm. You know, trips is, you, you got an itinerary. You got a to-do list. Yeah. You got a schedule. <laughs> 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 you got to go sightseeing. You got to go shopping. You got to go mm-hmm. to this restaurant. I said, but a vacation, that's a break. Yeah, yeah. You take, you're taking a break away from your normal you know, to do things, you know, I, I really didn't watch a lot of TV. Mm. Um, TV was on for background noise, but I spent a lot of time to myself 
in a quiet place because what that did was it allowed me, even though I, you know, I'm by myself most of the time, specifically mm-hmm. when I'm in New Jersey, but I'm not in a quiet place. Why? Because I have a routine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get up, I go to work, I go work out, I go to the store, I do all my things. Um, I get on the phone, I talk to family and friends, I watch my shows, I have a routine, but my brain isn't quiet. See, mm. even though my mouth might be quiet, my brain ain't quiet. <laughs> Ooh. But when you get out of your normal, aye, aye, aye. when you get away from the familiar, mm-hmm. your brain has to be quiet. It has to be. Because you're discovering new things. Mm-hmm. And see, contrary to popular belief, no person, no person, can hold more than one thought at one time. So you Mm. hear people talk about multitasking. You hear people Mm -hmm. talking about doing it. And I I, I remember one scripture that I love from the Bible. It says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Yes. So when you see people who got a lot going on, (laughs) they haven't found a quiet place. And I would suggest that if you got a lot going on, go find a quiet place. Mm. You don't have to worry about the path finding the path. The path will find you. It sure will. Sure will. Um, and you know, oftentimes you'll hear people say who go on uh, you know, these trips and things, they they get back home and they like, Man, I need a I need to take a take another vacation from the vacation. Facts. You hear people say that all the time because even while they were on this trip that they called a vacation they were still on go mode they never they never slowed down um kind of reminds me of of also like my dad was just saying here recently that when they were here about two weeks ago it was non-stop go 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 Mm -hmm. and he was like we we didn't really get an opportunity to really rest the only time they were in the hotel room was to sleep. They didn't really have, you know, and even though they didn't come here for a quote unquote vacation, but when you are constantly on the go, even when you're out of town, right? Sometimes being away from home is necessary for so many different reasons. And I think a lot of people don't create the space to recognize that and so um you know i know a lot happens in these quiet places Mm -hmm. uh a lot of us are afraid of quiet places that's why we always keep a lot going on in the background you say you had the tv on and a a lot of us purposely keep things (laughs) in the background Mm -hmm. because we don't we don't even want to hear the quietness of of self we don't want to be in tune with that. So I totally agree. And I feel you. Um, um, we didn't let the folks know, you know, for any first time visitors that we are here to push over your hump day with positive conversations. And what else, brother? Quiet vibrations. Ooh, you better remix it. <laughs> You better fucking remix it. 
Yes, but it is the first Wednesday of the month of May. Happy May. Um, Today is the fourth day. Let me drop the day. For those of you who, you know, are, are plugged in and tuned in, who uh, we communicate through voice messages, you know, I will drop the date on you. Okay, and if I don't drop the date on you, then... I ain't all the way woke or something. I didn't have people remind me and say, "Hey, Mika, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't tell us the date." So today is the fourth day of the fifth month of the year 2022, and we here though. We here. You know, I, as, as the dynamic duo known to you as Wednesday Groove, <laughs> I like to think of it like this: See, Mika, I give the news, but you provide the weather. Mm. And I mm. and I and I'll say why I'm saying what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> See, mm. because I'll get into these quiet places, and I was watching the movie um, Respect, the uh, the Aretha Franklin movie with with Jennifer Jennifer uh, Hudson. Okay, yeah. and they kept talking about the spirit. And I was, you know, thinking to myself, I, and I go back sometimes, I'm saying, you know, wow, think about that. The spirit, the spirit. Her father kept referring to this thing called the spirit. And, you know, what we come to find out is sometimes the way people explain phenomena that mm-hmm. was unexplainable, they called it different things. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day, they used to call magic science. I mean, back in the day, they used to call um, science magic. Yeah, yeah, they did. When they couldn't under, when they couldn't explain the phenomena. So, I'm watching it. The spirit, because this phenomena, they they couldn't explain about how powerful this this woman's voice was. And I'm sitting there watching the movie, Mika. This is a true story. I'm sitting there watching the movie. And I begin to get caught up in the movie. <laughs> I begin to get caught up, like she, because she's singing, and I can feel my eyes welling up. Mm. And what I said to myself is, "My God, it's the vibrational frequency of her voice. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's totally changing my mood right now." Now think about that. What I'm saying about I give the news, I read a lot. So when we're talking to the people, I'm coming with a lot of information. Because that's what I do, I think. Mm -hmm. I I, I take in, I process, and I give back. But see, you come in, and this is what I mean by the weather. I tell the people what's going on. You come in, and you provide that, the climate. Mm. The weather because your intent is always positive. And what people have to understand about that word is, I know sometimes we come in with a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes high energy ain't always good energy. Because <laughs> sometimes you, you know, sometimes <laughs> if you keep running a little high, you run hot. Oh my. And that's why these quiet places are so important. Mm. because you just talked about it and you skipped right on over it when you were talking about your dad 
going to the hotel to get sleep, but that's why they call it rest and relaxation. Yes. Sometimes you get rest, but you're not relaxed because mm-hmm. your, your mind wondering already, well, I got to get up. We got to get back on the road. We got to get over here. Mm-hmm. You know, no. So that's why it's important to rest and relax. Let me take a sip of this. Uh, here, coffee. Hold on. Let's get. Well, let the, yeah, me. no. Get get plug plug mm. get, pl- plug your drink. That's what we do here too. Plug, <laughs> plug that drink. So this morning, I'm on my iced coffee vibes. I didn't ran up on and, and listen. You know, I enjoy being my own barista. I really do. Some days, you know, I, I might get it right. When I'm trying something new, and then some days I don't get it right, but this right here is all the way right for me, <laughs> all the way. So it's a new um, cold brew that I picked up in uh, Kroger. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember hearing you know the folks that I'm connected to here always talking about Kroger. I'm like, we ain't get, <laughs> we ain't got no Kroger in Orlando, okay? I, no hold Kroger. on, it just made me chuckle to hear you mention Kroger. I, pr- I promise you. But I forget, I forget. You're now a resident AT alien. So. Come on. So I usually would do my grocery shopping, picking up, you know, little things here and there while I would be out doing Instacart. But Monday I took the day off while we talking about the quiet place. And um I went to the grocery store. So I went to Kroger and um so I picked up this cold brew and then I got this brown sugar oat milk creamer. Mm. Oh God. Mm. Chris. That sounds, that sounds good. Man, this thing is what the kids are now saying, this thing here slaps. <laughs> this thing is slapping. It is um Oh, they, they, they don't say lit no more? <laughs> All lit? How about, I, I don't even know how to describe this here, but um, I said on a Sip and Serve Live Monday, I, I got to come up with some type of name for this here. Because it's just that good. It's just that good. I know Starbucks had a, a brown sugar uh, drink that I've I've tried. I don't even know if they still have it. But this this hill. Mm-mm. Well, I'm only on. I, I almost right now. I, I almost went rated R. But let me. I'm 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 gonna let you just share with you. Cause see this thing here. Oof. What you sipping on, Chris? I ain't, I'm sipping on water. I, I can't go rated R with that. But. I, I believe that part alone. <laughs> I, I want to hear the greatest our version of this damn creamer. I'm like, my God. What, what, what the movie used to say, I, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> no, but it's the business. It's the business naive. It's, 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 it's all that. And, um, you know, I I am a one cup a day type of chick, and I found myself the other night wanting to make some. I'm like, Mika, mm-mm. but it's just the perfect blend, man. It's the perfect blend. You know how when when two people are together, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Sexually. Oh, here we go. 
and it's 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 just right. Every everything about the experience is right. Yes. It feels right. It is right. It's flowing right. Ain't nothing you'll change about it. And you know what's crazy? You don't often have that many Mm-mm. sexual experiences. Mm-mm. It's not like that. I, 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 totally, I totally get what you mean. Like, you know, like I said before, you, you could have had some sex. Some of us, I ain't going to call no names, and had plenty of sex. <laughs> some of us have been known to fuck around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, again, I ain't going to say no names. Come on. Some of us, you know, done fucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes... Come on. When the vibe is right. Yes. And the groove is the mood. Hmm. D'Angelo had a song say, feel like making love. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> and you know, as a as a as a woman, right, because we receive, you know, we, we haven't always received right what feel like what really feels right like that that right match that right and and not too many of us can say that man you know what i think this over that's really overlooked and so now and i would love to talk about this with you i don't know if you have anything you want to talk about for the rundown but I think I did of, not, to be honest. Oh, this, this is perfect, Mika. This is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect. Because to me, when I watch social media, now, of course, my timeline is going to be totally different from everybody else's timeline because that's how the algorithms work. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've totally noticed this whole battle of the sexist thing going on between black men and black women where it's what we sit down and we rate and we berate tear each other down and I'm like where where you know where did this come from and where is this going now I'm not saying it hasn't always been there because mm-hmm. the, to, to, to say that to, would be to insinuate that you know all black men and all black women have always been good characters and i'm not gonna say that because mm. i i know all black men and all black women have not always been good characters or good participants mm-hmm. so i hear a lot on social media about the do's and don'ts and the wills and the wants and it's kind of sort of like this battle of the sexes right you know, uh, black men. Uh, I don't want to just say tearing down. I want to also, also say like they're kind of rating black women. Mm. You know, if she don't do this, if she do that, da 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 da. And then I hear a lot of the same from black women in terms of like if he ain't got this, if he can't do that, he ain't a man. Um, and other terms like pick me and stuff like that. And, and it's just like we're creating I can't even say creating it's already here there's this there's this bad vibe let's say it like that there's a bad vibe between black women and black men right now um, um, and and 
I, I liken that to the music. Because going back to what I was saying about Aretha Franklin and watching the movie on the plane, her voice, her vocals, even the harmonization between her and her sisters, mm, yeah. it set a mood. And back in the day, they had music that would set that mood. And if you listen to the lyrics, because I know you and I also pay attention to the lyrics, like those lyrics would teach men how to groove mm-hmm. if, you pick, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, I'm picking it up now. See, so that's probably why we don't have a lot of men who know how to mm-hmm. set the vibration <laughs> with the woman. And, and 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 get her on the right frequency if we can say that yeah yeah because what I am learning and what I have learned the older that I get those things matter 1000% at least they matter to me I'm, 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 I'm going to speak for me so you know hmm <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Where I am, you know, and this is why, like, even being single, like, I think a lot of women, and I don't even, I want to go down five different streets right in this exact moment. We're going to get a bullet list. For me, I, I just cannot, I can't be there with everybody. Every, ooh. I understand. Um, a lot of us as women don't know, haven't realized, haven't acknowledged ways that we can protect our peace and protect our spirits. Chris, we we gonna have to God dog, we gonna no, have to no. we, see, this, see, this uh-uh, here, uh-uh. this go, go, listen. I ain't got nothing either. Keep going. You, you don't this, this, stop it. <laughs> stop stopping and keep going. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take my time with this one here. Um I recently had a conversation with someone and I'm, I'm learning to voice exactly where I am. And, and that's unapologetically. If you get what I'm saying, if you pick up what I'm saying, then cool. If you don't cool. Right. But for me, that type of connection matters to me where I am right now, spiritually. Of course. First and foremost. Um, even emotionally, I think a lot of women find themselves, you know, in connection with someone like that. And they they feel like it will help to heal it's, it's that temporary pain reliever, right? Mm-hmm. But even in the midst of that, it's triggering. Some of us don't even know what to what to do with that in that moment. 
I, mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't, like I say, I don't know if it's the older, the older I've gotten or, you know, the growth or being it, more in tune with self, but, but, but there's certain but things that are is, just though. not satisfactory to me. But I'm sorry. Here it is, Mika. It's all of those things. It's all of that. It's not just the one thing. It's not just growth. It's not just maturation. It's not just getting to know yourself. It's all of those things are combined. Mm. All of that. Because think about it. This is why I tell everybody, everywhere you go, you take you with you. You, meaning the, the physical, the mental, and the spiritual, you're taking your total complete person. Mm-hmm. Now, you may think that you can compartmentalize, and some of us do a very good job at that. I am a very good compartmentalization type of person as I think yeah. In, until I'm triggered so I'm glad you said that because a lot of us don't even understand how sex can be triggering mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and you have to understand because people uh, say that I'm triggered I'm like you're not a trigger mm. you are triggered you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. like there are things that happen and they set you off and they make you open up and they and and, and to, to to that same point about um how important it is to understand sex because that it, think about it. i mean sex is so powerful it's the it's the it's the it's the power to create yes it's literally the vehicle that creates life mhm mhm because one person, see, one per, hold on, let me make this point. One person can kill people, right? One person can kill people, but it still mm. takes two mm-hmm. to create life. Mm-hmm. So that means that even though y'all may not be in emotional agreement, y'all may not be in mental agreement, but y'all have to be in physical agreement to create life. And I'm not saying that you have to be there mentally physically spiritually because you know some some women are unfortunately forced to have sex mm-hmm. they call that race this is true yeah and life is created in that very violent manner mm. and unfortunately we don't take the time out to understand what is going on in these situations and what happens is the process repeats itself this is true. This is true. You know, because it's <clears throat> back to what I was saying. It, it's more than just the feeling. Mm-hmm. It's more than just the feel of a person. Because in the moment when you all caught up in the feeling, you don't even understand what you're feeling That's connected right. to this person. That's right. Um. You know, you'll hear me and say, you know, because, <laughs> you know, some men feel like they got to prove a, a point, right? They, they got to really show their manhood, right? They got, they got to show up a certain kind of way, right? And it's more so not really for, you know, the person that they're with. It, it's, it's more so for them, right? But on the opposite end of that, you know, you didn't, you, you didn't, you and put it down so you 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 think in your mind, right? <laughs> okay? You done did shit. You done went a little deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You done took it over here to the left. You done took it. You done did all this. 
From the windows to the wall. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And then on the other end, on the opposite end, when she starts behaving in a way that is categor- categorized of, oh, she acting crazy. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> even understand the door that you open. You don't open up a portal, brother. Come on. What was that song? You don't touch the four-leaf clover. <laughs> <laughs> I had to re I had to recently tell something like you don't even understand what you just did. Yeah, you and you sit up. up here talking about well, you know, you get with your homeboy, man. She ain't man, she ain't crazy. You don't even understand. Well, let's back it up a little bit. Let's back it up. Let's back oh, it up. Oh man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. See, and, and, and this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Sex is way more layered than just fucking. For real. It is way more layered. Maybe I heard you throwing around and digging in you. Did you think that you know? Hey. Well, because let's be honest, I'm gonna say it like this now. And and brothers do have to go in there and put it down. Because if you go up in that thing lame, if you want to. Well. <laughs> Now you can't like, listen. Y'all can't listen, my <laughs> ladies. Y'all can't have it both ways. I understand. I understand. You know this ain't a, it, everything ain't got to be drilling for oil. I get that. <laughs> I just came back from Hawaii. Sometimes you got to surf. Come hey. Come on. Come on. Sometimes you got to get in that thing and get on that thing and coast. But you, you also got to be careful while you're coasting. One thousand percent. Be be careful. Be careful. And even even in a relationship, I'm not just even talking about you know folks who are single or dating, but even in relationships, you still have to be careful because when your girlfriend or your wife starts showing up a certain way, and it 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 does not serve you in that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, cause see, I, I anyway. No, see, listen. Mika. I will get, I will get lost in that. We ain't get into the gratitude moment. Like I would, I would get lost in that, Chris. Cause right now, that right there, and it's, it's divine. I'm not gonna say it's funny. It's divine that you even mentioned and brought this topic up. Because I, I'm, I'm telling you, I know, I know that to be the case. Because unfortunately, we all think that's what our relationships are about. So when I was talking to the young ladies of Falling in Love Atlanta on Sunday, mm-hmm. we were talking about the history of love. And what I brought to the table was, okay, yeah, we always think, and, and, you, and you even made that point too when you were talking about the feeling, right? I said, love is not just an emotion. I said, when I think about the history of love, I think about my grandparents, Mm. love for them were obligation and duty mm. they wasn't talking about warm and fuzzy feelings <laughs> happy feelings and stuff like that it was talking about getting up and going getting that goddamn bread so the kids can eat so folks got clothes so they wasn't always at each other's throat because money was tight so I'm not mm. saying that they didn't have the feels. But what I'm saying is it was definitely more about obligation, responsibility, and duty. 
Oof. But you know, you know what? And I think that's what's missing from uh, a lot of our childhood experiences, right? In-home experiences, because I bet a lot of us did not have, we didn't witness right. our parents or whomever we grew up with, grandparents, or we didn't, we didn't witness black love like that. You know, we didn't, we didn't see, um, you know, our daddies slapping our mamas on the ass in the kitchen or, or coming up on a hugging them from behind, kissing on the neck, showing that affection, that love. We didn't see that. Right. So I do believe that's what's missing from a lot of the relationships and connections that we have now as adults because that wasn't modeled. A lot of us really struggle in the uh, affection department right. like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, some parents may have felt like that was inappropriate. You know, wouldn't even kiss in front of the kids. Right. Um, and that's why a lot of us right now don't know how to be in that. It's uncomfortable. If it ain't going on behind closed doors and look, we don't we don't model that for our children. We don't show our children that the affection side, like that love looks like this as well. Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with, like I said, the ability to care and show concern. Mm. You see what I'm saying? It's more than just the physical connection of of that and, and, and showing up in that way. Understanding that you have the, and think about it this way too, understanding that you are not only creating a life physical form, but you're creating a life spiritual form too. Mm -hmm. To your point, because if you're bringing a person here, if you're developing a human being and you're bringing this person to fruition through birth, what are you also birthing in terms of the lifestyle? Come on that this child is going to have and that this woman's going to have if you're a man and then that this man's going to have if you're a woman. Because mm. one thing I did see and I know this to be truth and, and actually now that I'm thinking about it and so forth, so it's so fortunate, excuse me, that you're bringing this up and then we can move into, you know, the status of the show and get into the uh, gratitude moment and things like that. But I want to get back to this topic. Um, I saw my grandfather make a setting and create a life where my grandmother felt safe. Mm. And through that safety, she was able to do her job. She was able to nurture. She was able to open up. Now, I'm not saying they didn't always, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I never seen them fight. That, that don't mean they didn't fight. You know, because they did have a life before I came. <laughs> yeah. But but what I did see were roles. And that's another thing that we got to get away from because we keep talking about, you know, I don't believe in gender roles. I don't necessarily believe in roles assigned to a basic gender, but I do believe in roles in a relationship. Because if you don't have roles, you don't have responsibilities. Mm. Like, how can I, hmm. th things got to get done. And if we don't have roles, like when you go to a job, 
or you go sign up for a job, they got roles and responsibilities in that function of that job. Mm-hmm. And maybe because we've gotten away from roles, we're getting away from responsibilities. And if we get away from responsibilities, Oof. things don't function. Yeah, because, you know, when you, when you get hired for these jobs, you understand that this is my position. And that's why a lot of times uh, this takes me back to something Lexi had uh, said here recently with a job that she was on. And she said, Mom, they got me doing this is not what they hired me for. They got me doing all these other things. Right. And then I feel like in relation to your point about the roles, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It that provides an understanding, which comes through communication. One thousand percent. And if you do anything outside of the initial role that was discussed, that provides further discussion. No matter where you are in these relationships, like communication has to continuously be a must. You can't start off strong in the communication department and then drop the ball midway through. Like you have to continue to communicate. That will provide understanding or overstand like you, you, you. (laughs) Mm. I was going to take it another, uh, I was going to take it a step further and, and do what you'd like to do. I'm going to add another C word to that. <laughs> You're going to talk about communication, but we also going to talk about comprehension. Oh, wait a minute, sir. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about communication, but we also got to talk about comprehension. Because a lot of people can talk, but do you yes. understand what you're saying? Do yes. you understand what you're asking? See, I think a lot of people can communicate and I believe a lot of people do communicate I don't believe a lot of people comprehend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know because that's, that's what we had in, in elementary school you had reading and you had reading comprehension mm. meaning yes phonetically speaking you can sound out the words but do you understand what you just said mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know I have um I've tapped into this 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 space of where I can comprehend what you're not even saying out of your mouth. It took me a minute to 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 it took me a minute and it it took me some experiences to get through but you don't have to say you don't have to say anything. But I hear you. They call that read between the lines. <laughs> I hear you. Which, which is a skill. And it's a very valuable but underappreciated skill. Mm-hmm. I tell, I tell my coworkers that all the time. They'll be like, how did you come up with that? I say, yeah, I heard what they said. But more important, I heard what they didn't say. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a spirit thing, too, Chris. Like, you know, and this is, this is also... Oh, <laughs> spiritually, um, like I've like I've shared with you offline, online. I've shared here on Wednesday Groove, uh, and solo Truth Moment episodes, where 
I am now and where I've journeyed to and journeyed through spiritually is, is, has been very powerful and, and very eye opening for me. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was ready for this space that I'm in because it can be a little overwhelming. It can be a little scary at times, but I'm becoming more and more confident in this space. Um, and it has allowed me to even show up differently. I ain't even going to say better. It has allowed me to show up differently in my connection to him. I respond differently. I react differently. I don't know if it's a space thing. You know, because when you when you live with someone and you're on top of them, you know, you you can miss a lot of things. And you right there. But you right there, but are you really right there? So I feel like the space has 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 helped as well. But you know, I I I hear him when he's not even saying what I used to want him to say. Because I had to hear I had to hear it, if that makes sense. But now I can hear it in my spirit. It does make sense. It absolutely makes sense. And this is why these relationships and these roles are so important. You see, because we, we think about man, woman, and then we think about male, female, and then we think about masculine and feminine. If you really want to break that down, when you're talking about man and woman, you're talking about gender and roles. When you're talking about male, female, we're talking about forms. When you're talking about masculine and feminine, honestly, you're talking about traits and energy and spirituality because they'll say this thing is in the masculine form, that thing is in the feminine form. They're talking about, you know, like I said, spiritual energies usually when they use that kind of vernacular in that term because someone can be a man and be feminine. Someone can be a, a woman and she can be masculine. Mm hmm. But like I said, even when the, even when you're talking about same sex relationships, usually there's a masculine form and there's a feminine form. Whether both are men or both are women. Because we understand the importance of roles is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And in that understanding or that comprehension of those roles, we understand that there needs to be a nurturer in the relationship. There needs to be a protector in the relationship. And right. see, um, unfortunately, I think a lot of situations comes down to what I like to call the outliers. And outliers are things like societal standing, job, the occupation, what you do for them, how much money you make. So they kind of reduce the role of a man to how much money he make or what he does for a living. Because we ain't getting chased by no saber-toothed tigers no more, so there's not necessarily a need for a man to protect outside of 
you know, someone breaking into your house. But statistically speaking, that doesn't happen every day. It happens every day somewhere in America, true. But mm-hmm. it doesn't, it, like, every, everybody ain't breaking into your house every day. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the, the quote-unquote role to protect is not, not even a, a major responsibility for a man. But see, there's also ways that a man can protect that's not quote unquote like that physical. Oh, I'm I'm getting there. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm getting there because this is what this is what I'm saying about the fundamental understanding. And this is why I think comprehension is important. Because again, there are many ways that a man can protect, and there are many ways a man should protect. I'll even say it like this too, Mika. There are many ways a man should provide outside of just financial contributions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are many ways a man should be able to provide outside of financial contributions. But see, then that's that's what that's what's going on right now, you know, when you talk about roles, because and you mentioned that a minute ago, right? It's not all about what a man can do financially or he, it's like in these relationships, the only role of a man is not just to provide. Sure. But a lot of women, a lot of women get caught up in that because if he can't provide that he ain't worth, he ain't about shit. That's what they say. That what that, yeah, that's what they say. So, you know, one thing for me that I felt like was necessary in the relationship was to pray with one another every day. Now, we didn't start out that way, but for where we were at that time on our journey, I felt like creating a consistent morning flow of prayer was necessary because that is my way of there was an even exchange in that in in that moment Mm. that was my way of protecting and shielding you and your way of protecting and shielding me preparing one another for whatever was going to take place. You know why I like that? Throughout also, the course of the day. I, that's so, Mika, you just, man, we're going to save some souls today, Lord have mercy. It, because you're setting a tone of intention. Yes, yes. And what you are establishing is a bond. And that's what I'm saying. That is what's missing in today's society and relationships. It's remember a shield. They, I remember they used to say your bond is your word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're setting that tone and tenor of intention and purpose, you're actually letting a man know that, you know what? The world may be against you, brother, but I'm for you. I got you. I got your back. And this is, this is, I have, I have expressed that. Well, you're talking about got your back. The way that I would even pray when the opportunity was um, 
I don't even know. I don't even know how I want to even say this here. Um, because it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen. I, I fought for this, but it didn't always flow the way because I wanted it to be a consistent daily thing. Um, and, you know, sometimes when you're introducing new things in a relationship, you know, it ain't always going to go the way you want it to. But like I said, for where we were, I felt like it was necessary to reach for different tools mm-hmm. for us to do the necessary work. And so there were times that I'm not just standing in front of or sitting beside as we're praying. No, I'm I'm literally walking around. I didn't stood back to back. Like I got you. I but, here's, but here's the unfortunate thing about it. This is what I'm saying. And this is where a lot of men, I'm going to speak on it. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and speak on it. Me being the resident man on the call. <laughs> this Come is on. where a lot of men got to get comfortable. A lot of men got to get comfortable with that. They got to get comfortable with the notion. And I tell you the truth, I struggled with that. I did. I struggled with that. But you got to get comfortable with the notion that that is your partner. Mm. Because mm. again, you're, see, we're, we're, we, this is why I say comprehension is so important because we could hear the same message and walk away with two different meanings. Yes, right. We can hear the same message and walk away with two totally different meanings. God. Damn, Chris, and it's divine that you mentioned that because that was even given as a different type of tool, right? To to help, and it it came to me when I tell you, God in the universe was just giving me stuff left and right, and I would just throw it out there. But what I realized was, every time it was given to me and downloaded, it wasn't meant for me to express it right in that moment. But because that was a new space for me, I didn't always know what to do with that. Right. Some of those, some of those thoughts were for me to nurture but something else I thought would really be helpful for us was and I, I actually threw it out there let's get here to this table let's get here to the kitchen table now we're going to write down what different our version our definitions of certain words because we don't certain words and certain like we don't we don't have the same definitions Mm -hmm. so this will be helpful for both of us because this is why we don't receive Mm -hmm. what is given because of our definition of the word which that definition of the word can be broken off into different experiences from prior relationships from childhood Mm-hmm. from different traumas and things that has not been dealt with and healed. Like, mm-hmm. so if we, if we take the time, create the space and then write down what these definitions mean to us and then share them with one another, let's right. talk about them. Right. right. So what, what I learned in my relationship was that It is perfectly okay, and we have to give ourselves permission to do what 
resonates with us for where we are. Everything don't work for everybody. And it is okay for us to remix. It's okay for us to, you know, come up with different formulas and do new things for new results. So a lot of us have to really understand what the definition of partnership is and what it means to the union. Not what society says. No, what does it mean for you and your What does partnership mean? What does that look like on yeah. a day-to-day basis? 1,000%. Because you hear people talk about this proverbial table. You know, what do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. What do you bring to the table? And I hear people, some say, I hear some people say that's a, it's, it's offensive. But I also hear some people saying that conversation is necessary. And again, I think that it's, it's so, again, it's, it's overused and hardly understood. Mm. Because number one, you're asking a person to fully list their capabilities. And sometimes you don't know what you can do until you need to do it. Amen. So again, that's what I'm talking about when I say roles and responsibilities, because roles and responsibilities, most of the things that come up in a relationship is based on the need. So you could have a role and you could have a responsibility that I'm pretty sure you've been on jobs and had job functions that were totally pointless. Hell yeah. Like this shit here is just busy work. You're just doing shit. I can't tell you how many jobs I've been on where there were so many things that were monotonous, Mm -hmm. meaning basically meaningless, and they were redundant, meaning repetitive. Yeah. Like, okay, if we're doing that, and we're doing this. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> Come on, make it make sense now. I'm like, we got a checklist. We got a to-do list. Ain't that the same thing? <laughs> you know? I, but, but, but I understand. I understand the need for quality. Mm-hmm. So my point was, well, if we're going to have the work double check, why don't you let one person start the check and one person finish the check? That way two pair of eyes are on this thing versus one person doing the double checking because the one person don't see the same thing. Hey. Hey, nah. What you say? So that's why I think partnership is important because I want somebody around me who can see what I can't see. Chris, this is what I said. Was this last Wednesday groove? When I mentioned about being one another's eyes and ears, mm-hmm. you got to trust. And you have to and see a lot of us don't even know who we're connected to. We haven't really taken a time out to really get to know this person. And that's why I think it's pointless to ask people what they bring to the table, because I can tell you anything. More importantly, I can sell you everything. Mm. Come on now. You feel me? I can sell you. I can sell you a dream. So I don't ask nobody about no goddamn table. You're going to tell and me then, who you are. If, if I'm paying attention to what you're saying and doing, you're going to tell me exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. This is why I always say, let people be who they need to be. Right. And I, let, I love that. I love that statement. 
I love that. Let and them be who they need to be. I hear you say that all the time. Like mm-hmm. in my head, I hear it. And then it's it's a reminder for me that me could pump your motherfucker. Like hit pause. Mm-hmm. Back up. Just 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 back up. Back but up see, and let and let them have it though, too. Yeah. I've applied a lot of pressure in areas that didn't need Mm-mm. the extra pressure. Which had me drained. All the time. Once you understand, once you understand, and this is what I'm talking about, a quiet place. When you go, this is, and and maybe we'll get into the gratitude moment. We can do all that at the end of the show. We'll just switch it up. Because this right, this shit right here, is you. This shit right here, nigga. This shit right here, nigga. (laughs) It's that criminal. That's on TV. Top notch right here. Come on. Good, Good shit. You know, um, but the reason why I say what I when I say that is it's the second part to that too. Let people be who they need to be, and then you figure out how you're going to proceed. Mm-hmm. That's simply you. What's your yay and what's your nay? Mm-hmm. Come on now. I don't need to convince you. When you want to do something, I don't need to convince you to do that. Now, yeah. so, and, 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 and what I'm saying is a lot of people, and here's, a, here's another thing that a lot of people struggle with in relationships. People only want the results. They don't want the rules, the roles, and the responsibilities. So they don't want the process. I was just going to say. Because you said something mm-hmm. about trust. And trust is built over time. Right, along the process. Along with the process. Tr- trust to me is like when you go to your grandma's house. She started cooking last night. Mm-hmm. Now, the stuff may be in the pot when you get over there. But she started the process last night. First of all, she started the process when she went and bought the food. Come on. First of all, she started the process when she said what she was going to cook in her head. <laughs> That's when it really started. That's when it really started, right? <laughs> so a lot of people, to your point and to the point that we're talking about, started the dating process in their head mm. of what they think they want. And here's where you have to fully understand. This is why I'm talking about why it's so important to understand your needs versus your wants. Now, a lot of guys, I'm going to speak for the men, a lot of guys, and this is true, a lot of guys, they want to date a 10. They'll settle, hmm. on a, they'll settle on a five or a six. It's true. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's average. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know when and where we got in life and society where average ain't good enough. I'm like, that's exactly what average means, good enough. And that's not, a, that's hmm. not to downplay anybody or anything. Right, and I'm, I'll say why I'm saying what I'm saying, because <laughs> you'll go and get. <laughs> hey, listen, because you'll go and get that ten, or you'll go and get that nine, but that's not what you need, brother, because you're not built for the competition. You can't handle everything you, that comes along with it, and, 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 and that's why you know these things be happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you know, nigga, be off in somebody bushes because he can't handle that ten. Come on now, he ducking down in the bush and stalking. Popping up on people, threatening people, 
and that 10 then put it on you and you don't even you don't even know how to you don't even know how to operate well i'm gonna be honest with you i done been with a 10 a time or two myself in life they don't necessarily be putting it down like that <laughs> yeah, like girl you just look good that's it <laughs> <laughs> I'm like who, who? Who ordered the lame duck? I don't, even, I don't even like duck. She was a bad. No, I want me a marlin. You a mess. You a mess, so, man. So, so I'm getting there and fight back. <laughs> Make me earn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Come on down. Yeah, but I'm just saying, guys, you get in there and get that ten, and you're not built for the pound. Mm. You're not built. You you you're not built for what's what what comes with that. So yeah. that's why I'm saying when you're approaching relationship, first find out and figure out who you are and what your needs are. Exactly. You got to be clear and honest with yourself about 1, that. 1,000%. And I'm going to be real with you. Even physically, if a woman is a 10, physically, that's not even what does it for me. I even said that on the, th- on the thing. I'm a saposexual. Like, I, you, got to, you got to have some goddamn sense for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and unfortunately, and I would imagine the same is for guys, but unfortunately, when a person is very physically attractive, they don't really necessarily invest a lot into that. Now, I'm pretty sure some do. But, you know, by and large, usually if they're attractive, they don't really do a lot of character building. Mm. And yes, that's a general statement, and I'm, I'm generalizing for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, I've been there. And you meet these people, and you start talking to these people, and you're like, huh. Okay. This ain't this ain't matching up. This ain't I, you know one plus one is two. This ain't really. But what a lot of people will do is say, "Well, she looked good, or he looked good, or like I said on the, on, on on Sunday, they have the characteristics, but not the character." Mm-hmm. And some of us settle for that. And we how settle- long that? And how long is that gonna last? That's Come my on. follow-up question to that. Yes, we you're up one thousand percent. They settle on the physical, but realize, you know what? I need emotional support. Right, and sometimes you might not know what you really need until you journey. First, you got to journey with yourself, because, like you said, you you take you with you everywhere you go. One thousand percent. You uh, and. I'm just, I, I have really learned uh, oh <clears throat> many of us really do not know who we are. 1,000%. We, we can make this list of all these things that we need in a relationship. Try making a list of what you need from yourself. 1,000%. Do that. Because you 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 place all these expectations on someone when you even haven't fulfilled these things for yourself. You, you, even, you set yourself up. Ain't even capable of doing it. Come on. Don't even have the capacity. But you're going to make demands. How dare you? I hear it all the time. I hear yeah. it all the time. 
you're making demands. I'm like, but you ain't never do that. Right, right. You don't even have the capacity to do that. And when you get with the right person, when, when, when you get connected to the right person, that person will help you to see clearly what it is that you need. It wasn't until my last relationship. I'm going to be honest with you. I've dated a lot. Great women. I, 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 I I'm honestly can say don't have many bad reports. So I don't have a negative like kind of affection towards women. I know a lot of men because I hear a lot of women say that, you know, men hate women. It's specifically talking about black men. They love to say black men hate women. I'm like, I don't know no black man that hate women. I don't know not a single black man that hates women. I don't. I mm. don't. I can go on record and say that. Um, I know men who ain't gonna put up with no bullshit. <laughs> and we can have another conversation about that another time. <laughs> but what I will say is I've been lucky and fortunate to have been blessed with being around and being involved with some great women. Mm -hmm. And that's all based on who I am as a person. Knowing what I can and cannot tolerate, knowing what I can and can't put up with. Because I know what my needs are. And I'll tell you, I it was my it took my last relationship for me to fundamentally understand how important that role is in my life. Mm. Wow. Because I'm a person who really didn't date a lot. I've entertained a lot. I'm gonna say it like that. That's the nicest way I can say that. Yeah, I'm gonna be <laughs> You know, we on the truth moment. We, we we on the truth moment channel or not? Come on, <laughs> are we straight gonna, up. Are we gonna speak on it? <laughs> Come on. I entertained a lot, but I can't say I really dated a lot. Mm -hmm. So to be in a committed relationship for a period of time, for a long time, and. To your point, not necessarily having the best of communication between us, not necessarily having the best comprehension between us. It dissolved. Mm. It dissolved. And, you know, as they tell you, you know, the grass is greener where you water it. Come on. Mm. Now, should I be fortunate enough? to get in another relationship. I'm gonna be very purposeful about that. I'm gonna be very intentful about that to make sure that I'm watering my grass. Mm. And what's crazy is nobody did anything wrong in the relationship. It was no cheating. There was no infidelity. There was no... I mean, well, no, I ain't gonna say everything went right. <laughs> but <laughs> we... But you get what I'm saying? It was uh -huh. like, it, it, it was no out-of-pocketness like that. There were yeah. some boundaries crossed. I'm gonna be honest about that. There were some boundaries crossed. And I know, for me, that's what led to that breakup for me. Because... I, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I, I'm one of those people. You just, you just don't, don't fucking talk to me any kind of way. 
Like that's, but were that's, those were those boundaries expressed? One thousand percent. Or were these like boundaries that you knew within? No, one. But she wasn't aware. No, one thousand percent. That's that. Yeah, that's a boundary for me. Where I'm always telling everybody the first hits for free. <laughs> I'm saying because you don't know. Yeah. But I'm gonna pull you to the side like I did and say, hey, we don't do that. If you got something to say to me, we go in private. We talk in private. And I ask that because, you know, sometimes we can have in our minds, right, what our boundaries are. But if we don't, if we don't express that to other people, then we come, then we come off looking a certain way, you know, and I've shared this before in my mother daughter relationship with Kayla, you know, I had to understand and it wasn't until I read Nedra Tarab's uh, book <clears throat> about bon- uh, boundaries. It helped me to really see what Kayla's boundaries were. Mm. And I was stuck in this space of what well, I just remember how she was as a little girl. She was mm-hmm. always affectionate. She always would run up and hug me and kiss me. And But now Kayla's a grown woman. Right. So I'm still going to her room in the morning. Hey, Kayla. Good day. Great rising. How you doing? And try to <laughs> hug her and kiss her. She like, eh. I would get I would get the hand like, eh. back the fuck up off me. Now. And then I would feel some type of way like, damn. Mm-hmm. And get mad. Kayla, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to show you. And she would say, Mom, I don't I don't want to be touched. And that was her way of expressing to me. But see, me being me. I had to understand that everybody is not as detailed in expression as I am. So if that's what she gave me, that's what she gave me. But that book helped me to understand that there are boundaries in all relationships. And sometimes the way that people can respond and react to you could be as a result of a boundary that they maybe had not expressed or don't know how to express but they know what they know and and that was and that's what i'm saying about comprehension because that was usually the issue with us i'm gonna be honest about that that was usually the issue with us a boundary was crossed an infraction was made and there was no discussion about it mm. it was just attitude yeah and it's like you're walking around the house like well damn yeah yeah and then we then it's talked about two weeks later and it's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Come on, refresh my memory. It, exactly. And then, and then that sparks a whole different thing because now it's like, you know, and, and, and I'll, I'll speak for myself on that. I, was, I, I would do that because I'm like, if I got to that point where I'm heated, I can't talk about it right there because it's, it's going to be fire and brimstone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, but no, about the boundary. The one thing that I know for sure that I did was talk about that boundary of not embarrassing me mm-hmm. and that happened that was triggering very don't mm-hmm. do that don't don't call me don't do that because because i'm gonna tell you in that moment i i felt unprotected do you know why that was triggering or why that is triggering oh, for absolutely, you though absolutely absolutely that well goes, i'm so proud of you sir yeah that I'm goes back to my childhood know. that goes directly yes. back to my childhood and and not feeling protected 
I love that. I love that, Chris. I love that. Because and to, and to somebody who doesn't understand that, they would think, oh, well, we were just joking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling them, well, all jokes ain't jokes. And obviously, based on Will Smith and Oscar, some jokes will get you slapped in the mouth. <laughs> not saying that, I'm not saying that's productive. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some jokes will get that ass beat. Come on now. And But yes, no, that was very triggering for me because in my mind, I'm looking at it like this, right? Something was said in a public setting and I felt it was made to embarrass me because I'm embarrassed. And then there was no apology given in that moment. So now I feel embarrassed. I feel unprotected. And I'm looking at you like you're supposed to be my partner. So now I'm also feeling betrayed. Mm, all of that at one time. All of that at one time. So now if I feel betrayed, I don't trust you. Mm. So mm-hmm. now if I don't trust you, what do I do? I recede. I fall back. Yeah. You ain't showing up the same way. Exactly. And it was a cycle. Even once in one incident where I asked, I'm like, why did you do that? Like in that moment, why would you do that? Because it was this whole thing. It was, you know, we were in Park City, Utah, and some uh, one young lady just asked for some instructions on or directions to the place. I said, Oh, you're right on the right road. Just keep going down. You'll see the marquee. It, it's big. It, what side of the road is on, Chris? I was like, oh. <laughs> You remember mm. uh, me, myself, and I read what you carry this little I would get the clicking. <laughs> I, I keep about to black out. <laughs> And then now you got an attitude with me and then you get back to the place and I said, uh-uh. I said, uh-uh, don't even. I said, play that back in your head. Tell me how that thing really went. Don't do that. You don't have the right to have an attitude. You embarrassed me. Mm. Instead of just saying to me or pulling me aside or, or whatever, because I know where that came from because you're feeling insecure, I'm just giving the damn lady instructions. Mm. I mean, I, I don't even know. And I told her, I said, I don't even know that woman. What you get mad at me for? Like, and that's the thing that was bothering me. I am with you. What do I have to do to prove to you that I'm with you? Mm. I chose you. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know why that didn't translate, Mika. I honestly don't know why that didn't translate. And if there was something I needed to say or there was something that I needed to do, because I'll be honest with you, I made it abundantly clear. There's no way. There's no way. I'm going to commit and get down on one knee and propose to be tied to something like that for the rest of my life. I don't like being miserable. And I, you know, I'll say this because from personal experience, what I would view and feel one way was not always given the way that I picked it up. Um, one thing I've learned too is that what we're introduced to in the form of relationships, romantic relationships as children. Mm-hmm. What we see, what we witness, 
um, what has been modeled for us can sometimes it's like the other person it could be viewed as they don't know no better that's that like that's all they they know so when you try to take them outside of what they know it's like uh, uh, that don't make sense to me yeah there's a lot of resistance there it doesn't resonate with me because i i hear you but i'm not understanding and this is why a lot of times you won't even receive an apology i've been told i don't have anything to apologize for and in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, what? And I'm trying to paint the picture. This is why you need to, but I had to learn to back up because if you don't hand me an apology, it's because you don't want to hand me one. I don't want you to forcefully give me one. Cause that shit don't even hit the same. And then when you get it, it's like, man, you could have kept that shit. So a lot of times people are not going to initially come out and apologize for something that they don't feel like they need to apologize because that is a result of them only operating from a place that they only know how to operate from. And here's why I would say that is 1000% selfish. And why I made sure I didn't operate like that. Now, and the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying is because if you tell me I hurt you, I don't have the right to tell you that I didn't. I don't have that right. If I hurt you, I can't say I didn't hurt you. Now, what you do need to explain to me is if I hurt you, you need to tell me what I did and how I did it. You can't assign me the why. This is what a lot of people get in trouble to. You know what I mean? They get in trouble of doing that. Like, I hear a lot of women say that. Like, they hear people... And I understand why Kevin Samuels is triggering for some women. Some women support him. Some women don't like him at all. Some women hate him. And I understand why it's triggering to hear some of the things that he's saying. But I also go and say it like this. When I hear a lot of women talking negatively about black men in particular, I don't really get triggered outside of the fact that I'm like, oh, that's utter bullshit what she just said. But I don't get offended because I know she ain't talking about me. Hmm. But I tell my guy friends that you have to understand she's saying that for a reason, whether that's her representation of black men, because, you know, a lot of people say a lot of people, a lot of people say most people, but most people, yeah. but most, most people, I would even go to say everybody, nobody's, nobody knows most people. <laughs> nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got 300 plus million people in America. 300 million people. Do you know most people? No. You know some people. (laughs) If you really look at the number of people that you know in your life, you probably know if you are around our age, you you may have met over 10,000, 15,000 people in your lifetime, but you don't know most people. You know some people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when we say most people, all people, or when we generalize, we're projecting. Which projecting based on our experience. And that's very telling. You understand? That's very telling. So when I hear women talking shit about men and men talking shit about women, that's very telling. That's based on your experience. And this is why I tell folks it's so important to understand that everywhere you go, you take you with you. So if you always meeting trash ass people, guess who the fucking trash can? You the common denominator. 
Come on. You're the common denominator. So when people don't give you an apology, it's very telling. Because again, if I say you did this, I'm going to speak about the facts of the matter, not, not why you did what you did. Because that's, that's, again, now, now you're trying to assign emotion. Oh, you did what you did because you don't like me. Oh, you did what you did because you don't respect me. No. I'm going to state what you did. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did in that moment. I'm going to say, no, you feel some kind of way because I said something to that woman. All I did was give the lady instructions on how to get to the, to, uh, to the theater. Mm-hmm. That's all I did. Let's, let's stick to the facts. You trying to say why I did what I did. And I said, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm. You was right there. Why would I do that? Yeah, yeah. And I was trying to explain to her, like, just tell me. Because my whole thing was this. We can't get to that next level until we fix that. Because that thing you do, embarrassing me in front of people, uh uh-uh. Ain't no just deal with that. That's a deal breaker for me. Mm. I don't want to be taken to a dark place. Because, you know, when you keep making infractions on people's, you know, intelligence and their psyche, because I wouldn't want to embarrass her. Right. Yeah. Very sensitive to that. Like, and if I, and that's my point. I'm like, if that was embarrassing to you, tell me what I did that was embarrassing. I'm not questioning that. I'm just so I can understand where you coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Well, brother, I think it's time for a commercial break. Sounds good to me. I'll let you breathe a little bit too. <laughs> no, I, I, I wasn't. No, I wasn't saying that to be funny. No, seriously. <laughs> no, it seriously. was funny. No, 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 no. It was. It was funny. This is why I love talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Let you breathe for a minute. Um, so, beautiful people, we are going to take a quick commercial break. Um, and we probably won't get to our in the right key segment. So enjoy um, because we're going to plug in. Yeah, we're going to plug in um, our in the right key song selection. So enjoy and um, enjoy the joy. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back after this quick commercial break. Yeah, yeah. I won't seem to go too fast when I'm with you Just watching door go fast when I'm with you And that's the usual But I like what we got going on It's best I let you know I just hope that I don't crash when I'm with you it's like I'm on my last when I'm with you I see it down for me Gotta keep the windows rolled up so it gets hard to breathe it feels amazing
Yeah, I know you're hiding something from me, but damn, you look so fine. Yeah, take me on the tour, you know. Again, we're here to push over your hump day with positive conversations and real, real motherfucking vibrations. Come on. It's really real. <laughs> Tell me I chill, in the, I chill in this battlefield. Boy, listen to me. Come on now. I'm having a hard time holding this city down. <laughs> yes, but welcome back. Uh, to the Truth Moments Wednesday Groove. Again, I am Mika Joy, the voice behind the truth, and I am joined by my very special, special co-host, Mr. Who? Mr. Seawell Holler, a.k.a. the Podfather, a.k.a. the Professional Conversationalist, a.k.a. I'm going to just leave it at that. Fill in the blank. <laughs> Fill in the blank. With whatever your heart's desire. You know what? But Mika, I receive that word special. Because I'm just always taken aback when people say that to me. Hmm. Like, definitely, you know, um, taking this trip and people like, oh, looks fun, looks amazing. But a lot of people kept saying, you deserve this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You deserve this. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do. So a lot of people tell me that all the time, that, uh, you know, I deserve these things. I'm a special person. I'm a great human being. And I honestly don't know how to take that. <laughs> but I receive it nonetheless. Well, that's good. That's good that you are even creating the space to receive um, because like I always say, God will put the right people in your life at the right time and for where you are right now and this is why I believe you're able to receive differently because you are in a different space but you, you understand 
because you are journeying with yourself differently. So you hear things differently. You receive things differently. And you are becoming more in tune with just how special you are for yourself. I would just say the only thing that I think that makes me special or different, I would probably use that word, but um, is, is I have a way of letting things happen. I mean, I'm like everybody else. I'm, I, I try to control things and orchestrate them to go a certain way. But I, I think when you are operating more so in the flow of how things need to go, to your point, and you made this point about um, something that was going on earlier that we were talking about. It's like you don't, you're not, you don't exhaust yourself. You don't wear yourself out fighting against the current. Just go with the flow. And you say you believe that this is what makes you special. Exactly. Not, not, not different, but special. Well, when people use the word special, I, I, I think they mean. I, what I'm saying is I know they mean different, but I think they say special because it's like when people can talk to me. And I've had that from all kinds of people, you know, professional settings, people, you know, work friends, real life friends, female friends, guy friends, like, you know, female. I have women tell me that all the time. Like, I can talk to you. I don't feel like you judge me. I don't feel like you're going to try to use this against me. I don't feel like you're trying to get in my pants. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and because I'm, I understand they've had that experience before. I'm going to stop you. Okay. I'm going to stop you right now. Because I, I can't even stand to hear you go no further. There is a light. There is an aura. That is what makes you special. That is what makes you different. You know, you can hear somebody say, it's just something about that person. I don't, I don't really know what it is. There's an energy. There's a vibration about you that sets you apart from anybody else. That is what makes you special. But don't we all have that? I ain't talking about all. I ain't talking about all. Okay, I get that we talking about me. True. Understand that. And, and, and I'll say this too. And this is where more so my understanding has come from. I don't see what they see. And that's okay. Because it ain't for me. You see what I'm saying? Like what someone that do, to that point of me saying what I say and showing up the way that I show up for people. I mean, it's intentional. No doubt. Because I want, because I, because I understand this about myself. Like, I want people to have things that I didn't have. I want, it, I want people to know that if I'm in their life, I want them to know that somebody does care about them. Mm-hmm. Because there was a point in my life where I felt like nobody cared about me. Don't mean that it's true, because it, obviously it wasn't true, but it's how I felt. And sometimes I didn't have people around me to talk me out of that. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening. I'm, I'm, I'm just listening. I'm going to let you flow how you want to flow. No, no, no. I, re- I receive what you're saying, though. I, I, believe, saying. I believe you do. Yeah, I, I, believe I, I, do. I do. 1,000%. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to leave it right there. 
No, I, I listen. The light, I received that. That vibration, I received that. Because, I. but that's the same thing that I often say that. I say that to, you know, uh, the guys who I introduced to you because I said Mika makes you feel seen. Because one thing I do know for a fact in this society is we treat black men like they're disposable. Mm. And, and it's disgusting to me. You know, if you're not picking up a basketball or, or rapping a song or performing or putting on or making six figures or whatever it is, the, you know, the, the modicum of success is, to your point, you ain't shit. If you're not if you're not doing these things, you ain't shit. And it's like you can't treat human beings like they're disposable. This is true. This is true. Well, let's get into our gratitude moment, shall we? Now, let's do uh, it. For any first-time visitors, this is something that we usually uh, dig into at the top of the, the episode. But you know, just like a church service, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, when the spirit moves you, sometimes, you know, things are not in the regular flow. Okay? It just kind of takes its own, just kind of does its own thing. And that's what happened in, you know, the first part of uh, today's Wednesday Groove. And that's completely okay. Should have bought a Honda. Yes, we did. <laughs> It's completely okay to switch things up every now and then. When you switch things up every now and then, you add a little spice. True. Add a little spice. So, you know, this week I am truly grateful, truly, truly grateful for my here, Mm. for my here, for my right now. And I was asked recently, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years, right? Now, I can remember where I would be, where my mind would go when that type of question was asked on an interview um, or even when you talking to somebody, right? I don't know if folks still say that, but when you're getting to know somebody and they ask, you know, these certain questions because that flows into the uh, getting to know, right? When this question was asked here recently, I <laughs> I didn't go where I normally go mentally. The way that I responded and owned that, that question through my response came with a sense of ease and a a sense of confidence and faith. Because I'm so focused on my right here, right now, that I'm not thinking about 10 years from now, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not, because see, sometimes we get so stuck on what's going to happen in the future or where I'm going to be in the future that you lose sight of where you are currently. Facts. You missing out on everything, all the nutrients, all the seeds, all the growth that is happening right now. The evolving for where you're going to be in 10 years. 
some of us don't even see where we are right now. So how are you going to put yourself in a position to see 10 years from now? Now, I don't really, sometimes certain questions come, you know, only that person knows why they really truly ask and why they ask them, right? And maybe that mm-hmm. wasn't really revealed at that time. But um, my right here is so essential mm-hmm. for my later. True. And so I, I'm truly grateful for even the sight and even being able to hear in the midst of my right here. And so that is what I'm grateful for this week. That's what I'm grateful for today. My right here. It's a lot happening. It's a lot going on right here. And so I'm grateful to just be postured in position. Well, it sounds like presence. Mm. And I'll quickly say there are two things that I'm grateful for because I believe one helps to produce the other. First and foremost, I'm grateful for solo trips. Mm. You know, there's a um, saying or that you see it on, on social media where the dude says, book the vacation. And he's giving you instructions on why you should book the vacation. You know, he says, book the vacation. And people say, oh, COVID out here. He's a depression's out here. Mm. Anxiety's out here. Mm -hmm. And booking that vacation is important because it's a form of self-care. No, it's not therapy. But it is self-care. And I'm going to tell you why I'm grateful for solo trips. Because solo trips produce quiet places. And quiet places are another, that's another form of therapy. And I'll tell you why that's so important. And it correlates and ties into what you're talking about. Because quiet places produces a presence. It allows you to be present. When you don't have those quiet places, you don't have time to be present because you're always, to your point, you're always planning, you're plotting, you're processing, Mm -hmm. you're moving. And there's another, you know, little meme that talks about social media. You you never heard a tree grow. Think about how mighty a tree is. But you never heard it grow. Mm. And this is what I'm saying. A tree grows in a quiet place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Diamonds are formed in a quiet place. So Mm. when you're out here trying to create and manifest greatness understand that one of the ingredients one of the environments that creates and produce greatness is is quiet places amen gives yourself time to study gives yourself time to relax to rest so those are the two things i'm grateful for i'm grateful for solo trips and i'm grateful for quiet places i love it i love it And I would just say to anyone who's listening, I pray that you are not only listening, just to listen, but I pray that you're listening to hear. 
And if you know that you need to be in a quiet place, I pray that you give yourself permission to go there. Mm-hmm. And even if your quiet place looks different. Facts. Give yourself permission to be different, to be in the midst of different, to show up differently for you. You ain't got to, you know, you ain't got to do the, the typical. Yeah, you ain't got to go to Hawaii. You can take a, a, a couple hour road trip somewhere. A staycation. A staycation. Get in your car and just drive around the city for an hour. By yourself. Mm-hmm. No music on. But it's important to be quiet. It's a, there's a peace and a serenity that comes with stillness. Mm. That's a truth moment right there. Ugh. Um. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know, I checked out yesterday because I created a quiet space for me. I actually came in for a lunch break, which I normally I normally had not been doing. You know, for those of you who 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 know how I flow throughout the day, you know, I'm usually gone first thing in the morning and I ain't returning till the <laughs> evening. But I'm choosing to show up differently for me. And I, I do need to take breaks and create more quiet time for myself. And so, you know, I checked out something on, um, I want to say it was Tubi, that app called Tubi Movie app. The kids put me up on that. I had never even heard of that shit. Uh, but there was a documentary about Whitney and, and Bobby Brown. And I've, I've, you know, seen interviews. I've heard different people. You know, I've seen a couple of Whitney Houston's documentaries. And, you know, people have, you know, talked about the ins and the outs <coughs> of their relationship. And, but it was some different things that I heard, some different viewpoints that were mentioned on this documentary that really made a whole lot of sense to me. Whitney Houston had not been in a quiet place. Mm. She didn't know exactly who she was, who she needed to be for herself Mm. when she wasn't on that stage. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of things that she was fighting with and fighting against. And I believe that the relationship became as toxic as it was because they both came in with toxic things that were not visible in the beginning. And they both became one another's drug Mm -hmm. that they both became very much addicted to. And so. Well, I think, I think they call that a trauma bond. Mm-hmm. You know, people <laughs> people bonding through similar traumas, and because they understand, yeah, yeah, what you know, what one another is going through. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man. Um, her story and her life is still one that I am very much interested in. You know, uh, it's funny that you say that, though, because there are a lot of similarities that came out about Aretha Franklin. Mm. Like, I didn't know about, well, I don't know if they're saying she was molested or, you know, whatever they're trying to depict in the movies um, about her. I don't know if you've ever seen the, the, the show or the Hulu special or docu-series called Aretha uh, with the girl, the lady Cynthia Ervo, um, who plays Aretha Franklin. But I didn't I know did she... See- I didn't know she was a team, a team mom. Yeah, I mentioned that. I want to say this was like maybe towards the end of last <clears throat> year on a Wednesday group because I had checked out the series on Hulu. was it A and E? It oh, might have been through Hulu, but it was with the young lady. I cannot think of her name right now, and it, it might be the same person you're talking about. But she played Silly on Broadway. I want to say yeah, that's Cynthia. Or in, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's when I learned. That she was a teen mother twice, mm-hmm. um, and and that's when I learned that. I mean, I had heard that her father was a a, a, a pastor, a preacher, but I I didn't know that he lived this double lifestyle, and that a lot of things that she was introduced to was even through the church community. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Oh. This is why I will continue to say so much of who we are and the choices and decisions that we make and the places that we find ourselves is a true reflection and result of our childhood. 1000%. And as black and in black families, when we don't talk about, when we push shit up underneath the rug or when we say what stays in this house, what goes on in this house stays in this house. Mm, now, I don't have an issue with that statement per se, because I do believe in privacy. I do believe things should be kept in the family, but I don't, I'm not saying things should not be discussed, talked about, and resolved. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I ain't, that, that I'm not saying that at all. Because um, I don't know if it was ever even really, I think the grandmother in, in, in what I saw, the grandmother kind of spoke about the things that, Aretha was exposed to when she was on these church trips, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but, and I mentioned this on sip and serve. I want to say it was sip and serve Monday. I don't think it was the in real life live that I believe that there is some type of work that has already been assigned to me, but I don't know what the assignment is just yet. Um, dealing with childhood. Because I, I, I keep, it's something that is constantly on me. And I know when the time is right, it, it will be revealed what it is that I'm supposed to be doing in this other department. But I think when we begin to really understand and when we really slow down enough to really take a look at our childhoods, it will help us to really get a, true understanding of who we are today 
And I don't know, maybe this work will come as a result of the life culture. I, I don't, I don't know, Chris, but it's, 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 it's something. Well, I'll, something. I'll, I'll say those kinds of callings, Mika, are always that, that, that I'm familiar with. Cause I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Again, like I said earlier, those callings are always based on the need. Mm. And, and so you're going to come into someone's path if they're not already in your path where there's going to be a skill set uh, an ability and, and it's going to be able to meet someone's need in that way and it's going to fit together like a puzzle piece like the pieces of a puzzle it's going to come right together because you're going to have the words you're going to have the tools and the skills and the abilities to help that person address their need. Mm, mm. See, that, and that's another thing that people have to understand. Like, it's your your healing is your responsibility. You might not have been responsible for the hurting. Yes. But the healing is your responsibility. And once you get past the nickname and claiming and blaming, mm. even 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 if someone is responsible for creating the trauma not excusing them doesn't excuse them yeah but you being mad at them ain't gonna help you heal now that's the lesson i had to learn ain't no ain't no healing in anger <laughs> it ain't gonna happen so you could be mad at that person frustrated you could hate that person you might even become violent with that person but really only thing you are doing is perpetuating and creating more drama and trauma Mm-hmm. there's no healing in that I agree and, and you'll know once you're truly healed because you're not triggered by that thing or that person anymore in the same way now I'm not saying that it can't trigger you what I'm saying is it, it's, not, it's not so surface level it's not right there because when you talk about Whitney when you talk about Aretha and when you talk about the work that you believe that you're called to do all of that thing, all of those things are coming from childhood. Like you asked me about being triggered and, and, and did I know why I was triggered? And I, I, I yeah, 1000% I know why, because it always is a familiar feeling. Mm. That's yes. how you know it's a trigger It's a familiar feeling. And you felt that way before. Uneasy feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can feel it coming up in you. You can feel mm -hmm. it like it's like something crawling up your skin, your back stomach getting tight you know like uh, Eminem used to say in the song lose yourself you say palms are sweaty choking off of Bob's spaghetti like you Come feel on, it now. you can Come feel on. the physiological reactions to this thing yeah I want to share this um, and it's divine that I have this journal right here in front of me um, Alexandria L or some may know her as Alex L uh, she is a, and I've mentioned her before. Um, I would strongly suggest that, you know, if you don't know who she is, Google her, look her up on Instagram. Uh, very powerful, necessary, and appropriate vessel who is, is doing some very um, necessary work. But there is a journal that I picked up mm, almost two years ago in Five Below. I know five below ain't everywhere, but think of it as like the Dallas though. Just everything in there is under five dollars. 
Um, but there was a a journal that I picked up, and it's titled "Today I Affirm." She's also an author. Um, Today I Affirm, a journal that nurtures self care. Okay. Um, and I want to read this really quickly. She says, I cannot change the hurt of my past, but I can decide to stand tall in my healing and march forward with my lessons in hand and heart intact. And I just felt like that was just so appropriate to piggyback off of what you just said about past hurt. Um, are those birds? <laughs> in my background I hear I hear birds it sounds like it oh you may be here I can't hear because they got my noise cancellation so I can't hear the background noise I, I, I thought I heard birds you probably did Oof. it's early morning here um yes yeah, so I just want to share that and then um you know You you said you started your trip out in Hawaii. And I believe I have shared on Wednesday Grove before that that is somewhere that I know that I will be to experience as an adult. And I feel like um because many don't know that is actually where I was I was born. Uh, folks don't believe, but I mean, it really ain't nothing I need to lie about. I mean, why would somebody lie about something like that? And if you know me, you know I ain't no damn liar anyway. <laughs> I'm a truth teller. Uh, the hot dog was stationed in Hawaii, and I don't remember, we weren't there very long. I don't remember much uh, about Hawaii because we were on to the next state. You know, we moved around a lot up until I was eight. Um, and I felt some type of way because I was told that I was going to be able to go for my 16th birthday. And that, that didn't happen. But it didn't happen because it wasn't meant to happen then. I will experience Hawaii as an adult. And it may even, it may even be... A- may not be no vacation it may be a solo a me trip oh, but i can see it one thousand percent so the funny thing and i'm so glad you said that because hawaii was a place i've always wanted to go i, I actually did share this um funny thing so like hawaii hawaii was a place i wanted to go for for my Hawaii was the place I, I thought I was going to go on a honeymoon mm. oh you went on a honeymoon alright oh goodness can I finish please I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no so I said to my but Hawaii has been a place I always when I was a little kid I would always close my eyes and envision these different places that I wanted to go and see and I promise you, every place that I had envisioned in my head when I was a kid, I've been able to go so far. 
there's only a few places left. I remember closing my eyes and wanting to, you know, go to Rome. So I would go sit outside, sit on the hood of my grandfather's car when he wasn't watching. And I was just close my eyes and just envision myself in these different places. And mm. I've been able to visit those places. I've been to Rome. I've been to London. I've been to Athens. I've been to recently Hawaii. I've been to Jamaica. I've been a lot of different places. Um, and I only got a few places left to visit. Um, but yeah, Mika, like I said, to me, that that's that's why it's so important to be present in your now. Because when you're present in your now, you help propel and project yourself in the future. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that the fact that you just said that out your mouth, I know it's going to happen. Mm. As, you know, as the good book says, you know, you got to call those things that are not as though they are. Amen. <laughs> yeah, man. What you were doing at an at a early age was manifesting. What you were doing. Indeed. And we didn't even know anything about that back then. Come on. Mm. All right. Uh, uh, we can dive into, Chris, the plug and then thought of the day. If you're with it. Facts. I'll go quickly on the plug because I don't have a lot, but um, I would like to plug the most recent episode of Falling in Love Atlanta. I want to say it was episode 11. And what we were talking about is the history of black love. And I, I alluded to that earlier in the podcast when we were talking about just, you know, the historical context and reference of love and, and, and where we are today in society and what we're missing from today's society. And like I said before, one of the things or a few things that I think that you know we're missing today when we reference love is i think today it's all caught up in an emotional thing um, not to say that emotions aren't important but like i said before um when you hear even when you hear the songwriters sing from back in the day about love they talked about responsibility they talked mm -hmm. about you know well, babyface had that song as soon as i get home from work Ooh. he was giving you a laundry list of things that he had to do after he got home from work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that, I think love was more so of an action word back then. Mm. To let folks know that you love them and you cared about them. I'm not saying they always got it right. I'm just saying at least they had some actionable items on the list. Yeah, yeah. Some things that they said they was going to do. To make sure you were seen about. Oof. God damn, that's divine. I just told the midst of that just yesterday, something that I had to really realize, right? He's more of an action person. And, and sometimes even through the action, it's in silence. Mm -hmm. He ain't going to put it out there like that. He just going to do. And that is something that I can admit that I didn't always acknowledge in the way that it deserved to be acknowledged because it wasn't coming to me in the, in the way I wanted it to come to me so that I could receive it the way I wanted to receive it. But anywho, that was beautiful, Chris. 
And I'm glad. And I was I, I wanted to shout, but I didn't want you to say, can I finish? <laughs> so I said, Mika, shut your damn mouth. Shut your damn mouth. Let that man speak. <laughs> but I'm so glad that you shot it out because I was thinking and if you weren't going to say it, I was sure going to say it. I'm glad because again, what you all are doing is so necessary. And so for you to be a part of a community that is encouraging others to really pay attention to this thing called love in ways that they might not have ever paid attention to yes. really speak about the things that need to be spoke about, to have yes. the adult conversations, the 21 conversations about love and relationships in a different way, on a different platform. So I'm so proud of you because you'll be quick to be telling me I ain't got nothing to plug. Nigga, yeah, you do. Well, it, it, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's because I'm on this platform and this podcast with you since where you hold me accountable to that because again this is what I do so it's not it's not out of ordinary for me so when I'm thinking plug I'm like you know what I'm saying mm. I mean <laughs> we, we, we know where the term the plug came from and the plug is a, has a special it's a special privilege <laughs> and holds a special position in the community yeah yeah, yeah especially if you got a good plug yeah <laughs> Some of y'all old dead plugs. <laughs> Ain't got no juice. <laughs> Coupo. No, no on switch. <laughs> but um, no, no, I, I yeah, I appreciate that, sis. Though at the same time, like I said, I, I want to be intentional because there were a lot of lessons learned from my previous relationship. You know what I mean? And and that person will always hold such a special place and a high regard in my life mm-hmm. because I was changed. I was altered, you know, from that experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I mean, and I learned a lot. And I learned a lot. So that that was all up for me. And I want to make sure that I take those lessons into my my future because they're with me now. Mm hmm. Beautifully said. Yes. Well, this week I want to plug in real life conversations and sip and serve. Um, those conversations are back to back Sunday and Monday, which is always in flow of the same week of Wednesday Grove as well. So my my week every other week is is back to back. Um, but Sunday was the in real life conversations live with Anquiet of her Sticky Hope. And our conversation uh, was centered around, oh, goodness, I got to go back real quick. <laughs> Golly, I lost it just that quick. Um, if you guys aren't connected, I would invite you to get connected with us uh, on the ground at In Real Life Combo. And Sunday's conversation was... We are what's happening. I don't know how I forgot that in that moment. We are what's happening. Um, and Quiet hit me with this 
at the end of 2021 because we both kept saying, you know, when we would check in every day, something is happening, something is going on. And one day on a voice message, she say, we are what's happening. And so we centered a conversation around this outside of ourselves um, through Alive. And when we can understand that we are something, like I said on that live, I didn't realize that because I always have identified myself with being such a free spirit and doing what comes naturally and doing what, you know, I feel led to do. But there were a lot of things that I was in a lot of ways that I was holding myself back because I didn't realize that I am the something that was happening mm. for my right now. I am the something. So that was the topic for in real life conversation. So go back and check out that live. And then also Monday's conversation uh, for Sip and Serve, which is a completely different community and platform that I'm connected to another uh, beautiful young lady, uh, Michelle Joe, who is a self-love coach and also a podcaster as well. Um, our conversation was flawlessly flawed. That topic came to me and I threw it out and I say, I think this would be a, a great potential topic. And so we, we flowed in that. So flawlessly flawed. And you can find Sip and Serve on the gram at Sip underscore Serve. So those are my two things that I want to plug this week. And I just really love, and I, I got to say this again, how everything flows. All brands flow together. And even though we don't have the same people, who plug in, who are tapped in, we do have the same people that are tapped in. And so I just, I, I really love the work, Chris, that the both of us are doing because we're in community with one another, but we're also a part of a community that is in community, if that makes sense. Oh, 1,000%. The, the things that it's, we're... It's just what I call the ripple effect. I'm finna, I almost threw this pen. <laughs> I, I just watched my aunt saying, sent me Keon, what is that pastor name? It's not Henderson. Hold on. Oh my God, what is this pastor's name? Pastor out of Texas. Now uh, engaged, it is Henderson, now engaged to Shawnee O'Neal. She sent me a YouTube link. He recently did a sermon about the ripple effect. Mm. And I believe this is the, the sermon that he preached at T.D. Jake's church. <sighs> oh, my God. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry, you were saying about the ripple effect? No, that's that but that's what you're saying about mm. the positive community 
that we're building, even though that we're within our own community here on Wednesday Groove, um, that 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 spirit of positivity has created ripple effects to where these projects spun off of what was initial of what started for us years ago, 2018, when you invited me to be a part of the Truth Moment podcast, Boys and Men segment. And that spun me off into my whole little podcasting career. And then we came back and you had this beautiful mind to come back and say, well, brother, let's, let's do this thing on a continuous basis because we got something good going on. <laughs> and then we created, well, I say you created Wednesday Groove, but we came together and, and produced this thing. And then now, like you said, you got in real life conversations, you got sip and serve, you got positive society. And, you know, I got in my mind, everybody knows Chris, I'm a part of Falling in Love Atlanta. I got the men's show. I got, uh, we had two kings of the pot. I'm trying to get that mm-hmm. back up and running. So just all of these different positive minded podcasts, because even though we're one person, you know, individually, you're a person, I'm a person, we wear many hats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because of those many hats, there are many different aspects and perspectives that we have to share about life and society and our experiences. And no yes. better place to get the truth than from the source of truth. Mm. So that's how I see it. Yes. I like how you put that there, sir. <laughs> like it. I like it a lot. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Shout out to everyone that we're connected to in our communities and shout out to everyone who we're growing with, building with, um, growing and glowing with. Um, we're connected to some great people. And I don't take these connections lightly. I don't take these connections for granted. Because right now, for me, it's about divine and aligned. Mm-hmm. And even when I get out here on a daily basis and do what I'm doing, because see, now I'm flowing and in in operating out of two. Oof. <laughs> I pray for a divine and aligned connections and conversations. In the last couple of days, the people who I have come into con- a contact with have been divine and aligned. I like that. Yeah, man, I don't have to share with you offline, man. Like, I, ooh. It's been like, whoa. Closed mouths don't get fed. So I'm believing in, in, in saying what I want and what I expect out of my day and through my daily experiences. And I mean good out here. I'm eating real good. Because, again, it's something that you saw for yourself. That, and that's the, again, that's the space that you created in your head. And, and, that, and that's why you know this thing called manifestation is real. Mm-hmm. And you also understand that there is a process to it. Yeah. Sure do. Sure do. My thought of the day, I want to deliver uh, another uh, seed here. 
from Miss Alex L. She also has this new podcast um, with another young lady, and it's called. Um, let me see. Let me get to it from the iPad because I don't want to mess around here on this phone here and and listen. Try to get to it that way. I want to say it's called a long walk. It's a new podcast. Um, hold on, let me get to it. I might have to share it on the Truth Moment stories. Um, because I don't want to take up too much time here trying to look for it. Um, but her and her co-host, you know, they talk about these walks, you know, these morning walks. That's the name of it. Morning walk. Um, and the things that have come along this morning walk. That's the name of it. There it is. Uh, Alex L. and Libby Delena. Y'all can find that on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And it takes me back as I listen to these episodes. It takes me back to the space that I was mentally, physically, and spiritually when I would go on my morning walks. And I miss my morning walks. Because as I've shared, it wasn't just, it started out as a physical thing. This whole move your body movement. But what I discovered is that I needed that movement for my mind and for my spirit and my body. Because all three of those work together for the greater good. All three of those are in constant flow on a daily basis. And when you are not in flow in those three areas, you're going to feel off. You ain't going to feel balanced. And so my morning walks provided a sense of balance for me. It was a morning starter. It created that quiet space. Even though I would have my headphones in, even though I'd be bumping Ross and you know what I'm saying? It still was a quiet space for me. And so um, <laughs> I said all that as I got ready to unpack here um, my thought of the day. But yeah, y'all y'all press play on that though, for real. Press play on that. It'll, it'll bless you. Um, but I want to go back to her journal, the Today I Affirm journal. And she says, be mindful of your self-talk. Be kind and gentle on your journey. And so my thought of the day is, I want to turn it into an ask yourself question. Ask yourself, how are you speaking to yourself? And then this can also be in divine flow of this month being Mental Health Awareness Month as well. Some of us are struggling and dealing with things and then we begin to beat ourselves up in the process. We're not being gentle with ourselves. We're not handling ourselves with care. Which contributes to our mental health. Mm -hmm. So even on the days that you don't fight, that's okay. And you can tell yourself that. 
It's okay. Lord's willing, tomorrow is a new day and I will be given another opportunity. Affirm yourself in the morning. That's that's a result of self positive self-talk. We look for other people to talk to us in a positive way, but we don't talk to ourselves in a positive way. That's my thought of the day. Man, that's powerful stuff because it's, it's, it's crazy. I think we should be used to this by now, but it is in alignment with mine. I say, become who you need to be for you, and you will manifest and attract what's for you. Everything else is a distraction. Mm. Now, you know I'm going to ask you to run that shit back. <laughs> be who you need to be for you, and you will manifest and attract what's for you. Everything else is a distraction. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we need to start learning to become who we need to be for us. And that's important because that's that you are what you you attract what you are. Right, right. And I can yeah. also you, you, you attract where you are. You attract who you are and you attract what you are. So when you have all of these di- different iterations, think about it this way. You have all these different iterations, iterations of who you are showing up in your life. Mm-hmm. So I even said that earlier. Like you're the common denominator. If you know all these trash ass people, who is the trash can? Like someone is like you know what I'm saying? Because if you're a positive minded person, why are you expecting that you won't be attractive to energy vampires? Mm-hmm. That's good. That's they got they got to feed off of something. Yeah. And you looking like lunch. <laughs> So why would you expect now here's what I'm saying. You're putting the onus and the responsibility of that person to be good to you when that person's not even a good person. Ooh. So that's why I saying that's what I'm saying. Let them be who they need to be for them and for them. you be who you need to be for you. That's good shit, sir. Yeah, you don't like just because they're a bad person, that's not your responsibility to fix them. And that's damn sure your responsibility to not let them take you off your path and your pivot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's divine. I had that thought early, early this morning about the things that are not my responsibility. It's so divine that you just mentioned about being responsible. Like, it's a lot of things, man. It's not my responsibility and it ain't my business. That's good. That's good right there, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, brother, we've done a lot of grooving. Another one. We've told a lot of truth. Most importantly, though, we showed up. Facts. And it's it's so much bigger than showing up because this is something that we've committed to, right? And have been committed to for the last few years. But when I say show up, because we both know there's a calling and an assignment. And we, sh- we chose to continue to show up. 
You know, when the teacher used to call your name in school here, <laughs> some of us wouldn't say nothing. Just throw up, just, you know, give a nigga nod, throw the hand up, whatever. We're here. Hands raised. We're here, present. Facts. In the now. Brother, go on and take us on up out of here. Ooh, ooh, listen at them beds. You're Yeah, motherfucking chaping. Come on. Absolutely. It's your boy, C. Will Holler, a.k.a. the pop father, a.k.a. the professional conversationist, a.k.a. the most chirpiest man in podcasting. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another version of Wednesday Groove, where we hope to help provide the groove to get you moving, where we have the best, the most intelligent, the most spiritually minded, and the mm. most positively affirmationed conversations. Why? Because we all about good vibrations. You heard mm. you heard the word from <sighs> the most positiveness of them all, <laughs> the voice behind the truth. My sister in part, Miss Mika Joy. Go ahead and be yourself. Go ahead and be yourself. If you don't hear nothing else from this podcast, I'm not giving you permission. You already got permission, but go ahead and be yourself. Become who you need to be for you. On purpose, because it's for a purpose. And we out. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, it's a group thing. It's got a funky sway. Well, it's a group thing. A group.